0: Okay. So the, uh, the first Mishnah of is going to start off. The order of Psachem starts off, which makes sense. We talk about B'dikas Chameetz night. And I guess it makes sense that we start the Messachta that way, because it's the way you have to know before Pesach starts. That's why the Messachta begins with the first halacha, B'dikas Chameetz. Now there's a, that's what the Mishnah says, Ar la At the hour of the 14th, Bokinas Chameetz, we examine, we check for the Khamates, la ar haner, by the candle light. And the question is, what are are is? We're going to see that's a dispute in the Gemara, if it means the night of the 14th or it means the morning of the 14th. We'll see that as a dispute in the Gemara. Why does a person have to check uh, their house for chametz? Why, why is there such a din? So there's a big dispute here between Rashi and Tosvos, But in order to understand this dispute, it's a very important introduction to Masechus Psachim. There's a concept... Of Bittel Chametz. So, although the Torah says, you can't have any Chametz in your possession on Pesach, that's the error we're trying to avoid. But a person can simply do Bittel and avoid the whole thing. What is Bittel? Bittel is very simple. You know what you say? You say, This thing is worthless to me. And by doing that, you're not going to be over, whether it makes it that it's ownerless or it makes it worthless, whatever it is, exactly the way that Bittel works. But if a person would just make Bittel and make that simple statement, that the chametz is bottle to me, there would be absolutely no issue whatsoever. You don't have to get rid of your chametz. However, what comes along the rabbis and they say, no, you still have to search for your chametz and you have to get rid of it. So why did the rabbi say that? We're looking at a dindarabonan to get, find your chametz and get rid of it. According to Rashi, Rashi is that the rabbi said, on a dindarabonan level, bittel is not good enough. Betel is just not good enough. They're showing him, explain, you know, it's something that's in your heart. You really, it's really worthless to you. Come on, it's a nice donut. It's really, really worthless. It's like, it looks good. So therefore, we don't rely on Bitel. So we say, you find it and you get rid of it. Tosos learns that the reason why we do beti chametz is something much different. Tosos learns is we're concerned that you're going to find it on Pesach and eat it which is a completely different issue, Besides for the issue against owning Hametz, there's a separate Isser against eating Hametz. So according to Tosos, the reason why we do Bidikas Hametz is to protect against eating Hametz and Pesach. According to Rashi, it's to protect that a person doesn't come to buy Yerav Haimatsi because Bittl is not enough on a Dharabonin level. So we have a din that on the or of our boss, we're going to look for the Hametz on R with candlelight. We'll see why we use candlelight in the Gemara. However, a place where a person doesn't bring Hametz, there's no need to check. You only have to check in a place where you somewhat regularly are bringing in chametz there so if so says the mission if it's true that you don't have to check a place where you don't bring chametz in so why is there a law that you have to check two, two rows of barrels in the cellar of the wine if it's true that you only have to check in a place where you bring in chamehitz, so why do you have to check where they store the wine? Evidently, that was known to the Mishnah. They had a tradition that you have to check two rows of barrels uh, where in the in, in, where they store the wine. Who, who's bringing in chamehitz to where they store the wine? The answer is, we happen to be dealing with a place where they store the wine where they do bring in chamehitz. Meaning, we're not talking about a warehouse of wine. We're not talking about someone who sells wine. We're talking about someone who in the basement of his house stores barrels of wine. And then the shamish or the servant may have gone There in the middle of the meal uh, to go get another barrel of wine, and he might be holding a piece of bread in his hand. And when he goes there, that's now called a in Bochames. So that's what the Mishnah is explaining. Even though you only need B'dikoff, it's Machnissin Bochames, but we could say that the din of Shteeshu is Bamartif was said for a place which is in Bochames. Then the mission just outlines, what do we mean when we say two rows, two rows of barrels? So imagine, you know, when we say it, there's a depth, you have a bunch of, there's a bunch of uh, rows of them going in, and there's also, they're also stacked up high. So there's going up high, going up high, one, two, three, four, five, and then also going deep, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So what do we mean when we say two rows? The entire height even if it's 20 barrels going up, it's two rows going in, two rows of barrels in the depth. We'll see in the Gemara what that means, but it basically means that you only have to check the top rows of the barrels. So let's say there's 10 barrels stacked high, you only have to check the top two. So Beishamay requires you have to check the entire height and two rows going in, and Beishamayah holds you only have to check the top two height of the barrels, but we'll see many more details about that when we learn the Gemara. So the the Gemara now starts off with a simple question. My R. What does it mean, R? The Mishnah said, on the R of the 14th, you do B'tikas chames. What's the R of the 14th? Now, just in order, this is a very important introduction for this daf that we're going to do. R, we know, means light. There's no question that the word R in Hebrew means light. What the Gemara wants to know is, does it also mean day? That's the question in the Gemara. Is R also a synonym for the day, for, for something meaning day? And that's what it means. When it says here in the Mishnah, or la basar, it can only mean the morning of the 14th if R is a word which is used to describe day. So that's the Gemara's question. Or perhaps, and this is almost, almost like backwards in language why it would be this way, perhaps even though R means a light, if somebody says on the R of the Arbasar, they mean on the night of the 14th The night of the, when the, Right when we know The Jewish calendar it Begins with the night So it would mean The night before Pesach That's what we're trying To figure out So the Gemara Has two opinions Rav Huna Amar Nagi Rav Yehuda Amar Leli Rav Huna says It means the morning So according to Rav Huna, When do you do In the morning of the 14th now if Yehuda says no, it means the night. So it's a machlokas what the word R means. So the Gemara now analyzes this from many different angles of the language. We think it means mamish the night. The morning. The opinion that said it meant night means means the night. And we're going to see what that point in the line of that Gemara is. We'll see something's going to shift dramatically at the end of the Sugiwa. But where we are right now, if R means, 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 means light, it can mean morning. And if R means night, then it means the night before. It's like very split here. It's a black and white, literally machlokas between Rav Yehuda and Rav Huna. According to Rav Huna, when it says Ar B'Asar, it means we do it chametz on the morning of the 14th. According to Rav Yehuda, when it says Ar la B'Asar, it means you do it on the night before. So the Gemara asks, and this is by Yosef when Yosef was sending away his brothers. It says Haboker are the boker which we think the meaning of that verse is the boker which is our Meaning R is a term for the morning. And he sent away the men. Alma or Yamama. So we see that R means the day. That's a proof to Ravhuna. So the Gemara says Mik Siv Haar Boker. Ha Boker Had the language been haar boker, then you're right. It would be describing the R which is the morning. But since that's not the order of the words, the order is rather haboker or kemanda amart tzafranahar. It's as if it is saying in the morning when it turned light. And again, that's why this sugi is going to be very tricky. Of course, or can mean light. The question is, does it mean day? So if it would have said the other way around, it would have meant the morning, which is, the the R, which is the morning. Fine, then it would have meant the morning. But now that it says it the other way, it can mean it was in the morning when it turned light. That's when he sent the men away. And if you're going to be bothered that... Why in the world would the pasuk say it was in the morning when it turned light that he sent them away? Like that's just like a, an obvious point. Obviously, it's going to be light in the morning. The answer is: the novelty of the language of the pasuk is why Rabbi Marav taught. The the A person should always do all of his traveling during the time that's kitov. What does it mean? The time that's kitov? when there's light. So a person should always travel only when there's light. It's dangerous to travel in the darkness. So the Apostlech is emphasizing it was in the morning when there was R, when there was light. Not it was the morning, which is R. We're not saying that there's a synonym for Bogar called R. That's not what R means. R means light. It doesn't mean day. Rather, what it means, how when the morning gave its light, that's when he sent away the people. And the meaning that the Pasuk is coming to teach us is that people should only do their traveling when in fact there is a light. Okay, continues the Gemara Faye. Another question. ar Boker, Yizrach Shamesh. It says in the R of Boker, Yizrach Shamesh. So here the order here is R Boker. So here we're really stuck because it says the R, so seemingly the meaning is uh, that the R, which is Boker, that's when the sun shines. So alma R yamamuhu. We see that R is being said, it is day. Ucha'ar, which is Boker. That's what the Gemara thinks that the Pasuk is saying. So the Gemara answer is, no, or did it just say or boker There was a chaf in it, uchit or boker and like the or boker ksiv. So what is the meaning? What does the pasik mean, uchit or boker ka'amar, what the Pasuk is talking about, it's talking about the difference between this world and the world to come. In this world, even though, when does the day start? The day starts at dawn. At dawn, there's no sunlight, right? It's a good hour, a little bit before, before you're going to see any rays of the sun. So the day starts in this world of olam hazeh without any light. However, in the olam haba, meaning like the ideal way of everything, as soon as there will be day, there will be light. So ka'amar olam hazeh latzadikim la olam haba. Just like the hour of Boker, but Olam Just like when the Boker makes light in this world, when does the Boker make light in this world? A good hour or so after the day has started. Only once the rays of the sun are already visible on the earth. That will be like the Zrich Hashemesh Latzadikim Haba. That it's always going to have light. So what the pasuk is not saying is what we thought originally. We originally thought the pasuk is saying, Uche And or, which is Boker, which is another name for morning, the sun will shine. That's not what the Pasuk is saying. What the Pasuk is saying is, despite the fact that in today's world, the way we see the world today in Olam Hazer, we only see light at certain times during the day. In contrast, (laughs) La'asid level the Tzadikim and Olam Abba, will always have shining of the sun. So the Pasik and that's the reason we're making this homiletical interpretation is because of the uchit If it would have wanted to just say the ar, which is bokeh, it would have just said, ar bokeh, yisach shemesh. It didn't say that. It would say uchit ar So there's some sort of like metaphor that's going on. And we're saying, just like the times in this world when there are shining sun during the day, that way will be La level all the time. La'asad level there will always be light, which is shining. Okay, now the Gemara brings the simplest proof. I'm going back to Parshish mesve. Mesveh. Vayikra Elohim. And Hashem called La'ar. What did Hashem call R? Yom. So it's a Befeir Pasik Right there in the pasik. He calls R day. So we see that R is a synonym for day. Mama Proof to Rav Huna. Alma Ar Yomamahu. If you're noticing the direction of the proofs, all of them are proofs so far to Rav Huna. That we're trying to prove that R means day. Ama, or that's what else would the Pasuk be saying. Hashem called our day. So the Gemara says, no, this is what the Pasuk is saying. Hashem called the time that gets lighter daytime. What's the, what does that mean? Hashem called the time that gets lighter day. This is a very deep thing in the, the way that the science works with halacha. The science does not require the sun to be visible in order for it to be day. People have this misconception that day starts with the z'rich has with sunrise. That's a mistake. When does the day begin halachically? With dawn. How do we know that? How do we know? What's the source in the Torah that it's like that? This Pasek. What did Hashem call day? with the time that is getting lighter. That's what me'irubah means. As soon as there's one trace of light, not sunrise, not something that you can see of the rays of the sun, but as soon as the sky is getting lighter, that's already, that time is already called day. So it's not that the Pesach is saying Hashem called the word or into yom, and we see or means day. That's not true. Or is not called day. Or just means light. What the Pesach is saying is Hashem called the time that's getting lighter, Hashem called that yom. Says the Gemara, we have a strong question. What's the end of the Pasuk? And to darkness he called night. So according to that way that we read it in the beginning of the Pasuk, what should the end of the Pasuk mean? That for the time during the day that it is getting darker, he called it night. Meaning, when would night begin? as soon as the sky begins to darken, when does the sky begin to darken? Immediately after the sunset or sometime during the tail end of the day. That's what the meaning of the Pasuk was. The same way day begins when the sky begins getting lighter, the night would begin when, when the sky begins to darken. And that's very incorrect, says the Gemara of Ahakaim We know, we establish. That until stars come out, it is daytime. Now, we may have something called Beinash Mashros because we don't know which stars are the ones that make it night. But we know for sure that until Seisak Al is day. So it has nothing. This is, again, another very, very popular misconception. It is not the darkening of the sky that makes it nighttime. Until the stars come out, it is certainly day. So it doesn't go. If you're saying Vayikralokim or yom means Hashem called the time that the sky is lightening in today. So lachoshach karalaila should mean the inverse. Hashem called the time when the sky is darkening in tonight. And that's not the truth. So it must be that your interpretation of the beginning of the Pesach is also incorrect. So what does it mean Vayikralokim yom? It must be that the Torah is teaching us language. What did Hashem call ar? He called ar yom, meaning ar and yom are synonyms. So we're back to our original Interpretation: A proof to Rav Huna that the word R in fact means "yom." So the Gemara says, Ella, rather, we need a new interpretation. This is what the Pasuk is saying. Not that Hashem was naming or into Yom. It means like this. Hashem called to light. He called on his servant light. And he commanded him to serve during the day. The And God, the inverse is that he called on darkness. And he commanded him to serve during the night. So it's not that Hashem named the day or That's not what the Pasuk is saying. It's saying Hashem called the light and told him to serve during the day. That's the interpretation of the Pasuk. But what we want is, do we ever see in scripture that the word Ar is a synonym of day? And that we haven't seen. We see light. "R" means light. We don't see that "r" means day. Okay, so we try a fourth attempt. Meseveh. We have the pasik in Tehillim. Halaluhu kol kochavei ar. Halaluhu kol kochavei ar. So suddenly the Gemara says, Or orta. We see that it means the light. Now, what does the Gemara mean? Because we're saying kochavei ar. The kochavim, which are ar. So what's the point that we're trying to say with that? So it sounds like the Gemara is saying that When are Kochavim there? When are Kochavim there? During the night? Is that the point of the Gemara? When are Kochavim normally around? So we see the Kochve are the Kochavim of the time of Ar. The Kolchavim of the Ar. So perhaps that's what the Gemara is saying. So very interesting. Now we see suddenly a shift in the Gemara. Until now, the Gemara was trying to say that what? That Ar means day. Now the Gemara is saying Alma Ar Orta, that it means the night, because it's Kochve Ar, the stars of the night. So the Gemara says, no, you got the interpretation wrong. All stars which shed light should praise God. Not the stars of the night. That's not that way you read it. Originally, the Gemara was reading it are the stars in the night should praise God. Now the Gemara is saying, no, that's not what it means. It means the stars that produce light should be praising God. says the Gemara, You think only stars that make light need to praise God, but the stars that do not make light don't need to praise God? So It's very interesting. It sounds like there's a concept in the Gemara of a star that doesn't make light. I don't know scientifically, those who know more than me can explain it. But that's what the Gemara is saying. That there's, if we don't like that the Pusik should emphasize the stars that produce light should be praising God. Because that implication, it sounds like there are stars that don't produce the light, shouldn't be praising God. Everything has to praise God. So it must be that what's the correct interpretation the way we originally thought? What did we originally think that it means the stars in the night? And we see that Orta means night. So the Gemara says, It's just saying the stars are that make light. Why is the Torah emphasizing that? Not because there are stars that don't make light, but for a different reason. It wants to emphasize that the light which is made by stars is called light. Why would anyone care? It's called light, it's not called light. If somebody made a vow that he's not going to get any benefit from light. Is he prohibited to 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 have benefit from the from the light that is made by a star? And the answer would be yes, because the Pasik says, Kokhve are that the stars that make are. So we see that are could be called Something that makes light. A din of R. So it comes out that the Gemara has defended it. Originally, we thought Kochvei R means the stars of the night, and we see that R means night. The Gemara has defended that it means the stars that make R, not with the implication that the stars that don't make R shouldn't praise God, but with the point that stars that make light, that light is called R, and the Nafkamina that we were trying to learn from that is that if somebody took a vow that he's not going to have hanav from R, it's prohibited from the R of the Kochav says the Gemara, it says them in the Yikto. And the R, at the time of R, the murderer gets up to kill, to kill the poor man. And at night, he is like a Ghana. So it sounds like we're saying, at the time of R, the bad guys are murderers. And at the time of night, the bad guys are thieves. So what's R? It sounds like not the night. It says at R, they're the murderers. And at night, they're the thieves. So it sounds like R means the morning. From the fact that it says at night they're thieves, Alma So it must mean R, the beginning of the Pasak is day. Because again, the Pasik is making a contrast. At the time of R, they're murderers. At the time of at the time of Lila, they're they're thieves. So it must be R is, is the daytime. So the Gemara interprets the Pasek, maybe just a very short introduction, for the law of Baba Machteris. Baba Machteris is a Pasek in Parshas Mishpatim. Somebody comes into your house and he's digging in the tunnel and he's coming to rob you. So that we know, the Torah says, what's the halacha? You're allowed to kill him. How do we know you're allowed to kill him? So the Pasak says, we learn about Inlo What's the concept? Why are you allowed to kill him? Because you assume that if someone is coming to steal from you, he knows you're going to fight. Everybody knows that. See, so he's coming with an armed weapon prepared to take you on you're allowed to make that assumption and he's ready to shoot you. And if he's ready to shoot you, you're allowed to shoot him. That's the concept of Baba Mach And that's what this posseg here... Although it's not in the Torah, the Pasuk in Eov is alluding to. If it's clear to you like light, you know, we say that in English also, it's clear to you like light. It's clear like light, that he's coming probably to kill you, then he's someone who's trying to kill you and you could save yourself. But if it's not so clear to you, it's like darkness. When the Pasuk was saying here, you know, light and darkness, it didn't mean literally. It was all metaphoric. If it was clear to you like light or not clear to you like darkness. If it's clear to you like light then you assume he's a murderer. If it's, so, if, 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 if it's a Savik to you, like the nighttime, then you should just assume that he's a thief. You can't save yourself. So what does that mean? Let's try to break this down a little bit. Somebody's walking in. You hear somebody digging the tunnel. Is he, Do you assume that he's going to kill you or not? So the answer is, it depends. If it's a regular person, somebody, you see him, regular person. No one that you're related to, then what's the halacha? You assume like light that he's going to kill you, and therefore you're allowed to kill him. But if it's someone that has great love for you, let's say it's a father who's walking in baba machteres to his son, then it's like darkness. Then it's not so clear that he's going to kill you, and in that scenario, you're not allowed to kill him. That's what the pasuk is referring to. So what did the gemara just accomplish? What the gemara just accomplished is that the pasuk is not referring to day and night. Our original assumption was in the day murderers get up to kill, and at night they get up to to, to steal. That's what we originally thought the Pasek was saying. So we see that R means day. Now the Gemara is saying, no, 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 no. It's not talking about day and night. It's talking about the person's mindset, a person's clarity. If it's clear to you like light that he's going to kill you, you kill him. He's a murderer. If it's not clear to you, like darkness is always dark, not clear, then you assume he's just a thief and you do not kill the Baba Machter. So again, we don't have a proof if R means day or night. Says the Gemara... Meisve, we look at another positive here in the al So here it sounds like the Iov. Obviously, we know it was somebody who who suffered a lot. It sounds like he's talking about the the, the, the R is, is 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 dying for uh, the the darkness rather is dying for R. It's hoping. Yakav means it's hoping. It's hoping for R, but it's not coming. So it sounds like the Shomaker is like, Eov is talking about the darkness of night. He's talking about night. And he's saying that night, it's dying for R. It's hoping R will come, but it's never coming. So middika'amar yakav la'ar va'ayin from the fact that the Pasik says that the night is hoping for the R, but it's not coming. So what's R? Alma R? yamamahu. The night is hoping for the R. Obviously R means the morning. So the Gemara says, "No, you got the interpretation wrong." Eov who the is actually cursing his mazel, which is a very fancy way of saying Eov was giving a curse to himself. Amar Yehi it should be the will that this person should always, meaning himself, should always w- want the light and it will never come. It's never gonna come. Meaning he's giving himself a bad curse. He was under such pain and turmoil and depression that he was saying that, that I feel thi- all, all I want, I should always only want to see light and I'll never happen. So after all is said and done, once we're switching it to E.O. of cursing himself, it's not night wanting day. It's E.O. of wanting to see light. And that's how, once we do that, we could just play that game. That it's someone wanting light, not wanting day. If it would be the night wants the day, then R would mean day. But once we say it's E.O. of cursing himself, then we're able to just say that E.O. of is saying, I very much, I'm, I'm giving myself a curse that I'll never find, I'll never find light. I'm always going to be searching in the darkness. Okay, so we don't have a riot. One more attempt here. One more Pasuk. It says here with David. So this is David Amelach you know, he's talking, he was very, Dabinah was never sure if he was forgiven for Bathsheba until the very end, when he saw Hashem forgave him, but he was always nervous. So over in the darkness is like, you know, it's, it's around me, Ar Ama Ar, yamama. Mama. He's saying like he can't get the Ar, because he's always got this darkness, you know, like, uh, in, in the shadows him, and he's never able to get the Ar. So it sounds like it's the same thing. The darkness makes that he's never in the Ar. Ar, Ya Mama. We see Ar is the, daytime. So the Gemara explains, no, again, it's not that he can never get the day. That's not what it means. This is what David is saying. I thought that even when I get to Olam Abba, the darkness is still going to get me. Even though Olam Abba is supposed to be like day, I thought that because of my sin with Bathsheba, even when I get to Olam Abba, I'm still going to have darkness. But but now, even when I'm in Olam which is usually referred to as Laila, once I found out that god forgave me or badini there's light that's with me so meaning he's not saying that he's never going to get today that's not what he's saying he's saying now that i found out that i was forgiven even when i'm in the darkness in olam hazeh i find light that's what he's saying i find light within the night here in olam hazeh once i found out that i was forgiven i found comfort and the forgiveness that um that it's called that Hashem forgave me, despite the fact that this is a of Laila. So if you notice the Gemara has concluded seven proofs here, one of which is very interesting. Only the fourth one tried to bring a proof to Rav Yehuda. All of the other six were proofs to Rav Huna, that R means day. And one, only that fourth one was a proof that R means night. But the bottom line is the Gemara has defended all of them. We don't have a proof whatsoever if R means day or if R means night. So now that we couldn't prove it from a... Pasuk, so what we do is reprove it from the language of the rabbis. So the Gemara says, We're going to learn this coming up. Rabbi Yehuda Omer. We know B'dikas chametz in the Mishnah is Orlah Basar. Rabbi Yudha says no. Bartkin Basar, Uvar Basar You actually have to do B'dikas chametz three times according to Rabudah. Or ar the morning of the 14th, and at the time that you burn the chametz, You do it three times. So Midikalmar, Rabbiudah Bokin, Or ar basar Uvar Basar Shachar from the fact that he says you do it at or la and you do it in the morning. Alma'ar Orta. Obviously, what is ar? R is night. Because he says you do it three times. Or arba'asar the morning of the 14th, and at the time you burn it. So what's R Clearly it's not the morning, or else it's the same time. Must be. or means the night before. So the first of the proofs that we're bringing here is conclusive to Rav Yehuda, that R means at the night time. And here the Gemara actually says mina. The Gemara seems to accept the proof. It seems like right here that we've just proved like Rav Yehuda. Yes, and actually we're going to learn this later on. It's actually in the Mishnah and Daf Yur. We're going to see this coming up. I believe it's a Mishnah and Daph Yudhamidbez. Yes. Um, But at the, yes, yes. It's the language of the Mishnah, Yudhamidbez. Okay? We didn't learn it yet. The Gemara is quoting what we're going to learn. Says the Gemara... So now we come, now that's funny. Now that we like prove, like Rav Huda, now the Kumar comes back the other way. Maysveh. Mayemasai. Our boss, our awesome Nazi, is Malacha. So we're going to learn that there's a din. It might be only a minhok. We'll learn all about it. It's actually a whole parak about it. It's forbidden to do Malacha, laborers, you know, laborers' activities on the 14th of Nisan, even though it's not a holiday. We'll learn all about it later. But the bottom line is, it says, what time on the 14th does this Isra Malacha start? From the time of the Or, Ooh, so we got to figure out what that is. Well, let's figure it out. Because Rabbi Yehuda says, Misha it's from sunrise. I don't understand what you're saying. Rabbi Yehuda, he's saying to Rabbi Yehuda, you said sunrise. How could it be that part of the day is mutter and part of the day is usher? It's a strange thing. It should either all be usher or all be mutter. But why are you saying it only starts in the middle of the day? What a strange thing. So, Amar Lay, so he said back, Rabbi Yehuda is defending himself that it starts at sunrise. The very day of Arab Pesach proves that it's not such a strange thing. On Ereb Pesach, half of the day is mutter to eat chametz, and half of the day is oser. Hashem said that. That's in the Torah. That the second half of Arab Pesach you don't eat chametz. the first half you do. So, you're telling me it doesn't make sense to have an iser that's only half of the day? Just like God did it, why can't we do it? Hashem said the isr to eat khamitz is only half of the day. So did I do something strange by saying that the isr to do malacha is only from Netzachama, and not the entire day? So what? Just like Hashem makes these that are only for half the day, why can't I make an Isr that's only for half of the day? That's the give and take here in the price. So again, let's just clarify what we have. Rabbi Yaakov says the Isr of Asias Malach is Mishas Ha'ar, which we don't know when that's what that is. We'll see in a second what the proof is. The second opinion is saying that it's the time of sunrise. The, 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 the he's attacked. Yehuda is attacked because how could you have an Isra that's for half of the day? And he defends himself by saying, just like Chomet is for half of the day, so the Isra of Essias Malacha can also be only for a part of the day. So now the Gemara analyzes, Rabbi Huda said that it's from the time of the Nates. So what did Rabbi Lazar Ben Yaakov mean when he said, or, Alma or, Dekamal Ben Yaakov, orta? must be that the other opinion who says that it's the time of R means that it's already from the night before, that the entire day of the 14th, meaning the day, which begins the night before, that entire day is asr v'asiyah's malacha. So we see that R means night and that would be the machlokas. Rabbi Lazar, when Yaakov holds that the Isra Asiyas Malacha begins at the night of the 14th. Rabbi Lazar, when ya- Rabbi Huda rather holds that it begins only when, at, at sunrise. And that's where they're attacking each other. Could it be that it's only, it's only during the daytime that it's also and not the night before? Where did you ever find that an Isra is for only part of the day? And he says back, oh, I see by Hametz, it's like that. Says the Gemara, lo, it's not a proof. My R, what does R mean? Amud Hashachar. It means dawn. Meaning the machlokis is not if it's the night before. Everybody agrees that the Isra Siyah's Malachah is only during the day. The question is, is it the entire duration of the day, from dawn until the end of the day? That's Rebbe Lezbun Yaakov. And Rebbe Yuzha says, no, only from sunrise. In other words, they're arguing about one hour. The first opinion says, from the time of Ar, that means from the beginning of the day, which is what? That's Amad Shach. The second opinion says, no, it's only from the rays of the sun that are shining, which is after the sun Says the Gemara, if your interpretation is correct, so what was Rabbi Lazar Yaakov asking in Rabbi Yehudah? Where do you find that it's only for half the day? And he's trying to prove his position is correct. He should also say to himself, Rabbi Lazar Yaakov also is only for part of the day. Because if he's really consistent that an iser in the Torah has to be for the whole day, then it should start the night before. So this, or means night, then it's good. Rebbelazim and Yaakov asks it the entire day. And he's saying to Rebuta, where do you find an isra that's only half the day? But if Rebbelazim and Yaakov, when he said "R," really means dawn, so he should ask that question on himself also. If it's so true that he saw him up for the whole day, then it should be from the night before. So the Gemara says, "No, this is what this is what he means." Bishlam bishlam according to me that it's from dawn. I know that there's an idea that by Dinam derabanan they only start during the daytime and not the night before. Where do we find these Surah derabanan that only start during the day and not the night before every fast day? Every fast day is like that. It's an issur to eat, and when does the fast day begin? Only in the morning, not the night that before. Rabbi Tzidane Zibar and Masrul said, "When is a person allowed to eat on a fast day?" Until dawn. I'm my until the rooster crows, which is a little bit after. But the bottom line is, is that we see clearly that there's a concept that issurim derabanan don't start on the halachic day; they start rather only in the morning. So if it's only from It's not a Taina because it's not a tainah, because at least the whole day is Osser. That would make sense. But Rebbe ben Yaakov is attacking Rebbe Yehuda. He's saying, you're osering only from sunrise. The day started an hour ago. Where are you making up that there's, a, that there's an iser, which is, exists only for part of the day? But according to you, that it starts from sunrise. Where do we find that the Rabbanon ever split up a part of the day? And they say part of the day is mutter, and part of the day it's Asr. By? By? Tfila, Tfila. So, so very good, very good. I think the Gemara is specific to Isurim. That's the question. Where are we going to find an Isur that's like that? So, Amale, so now the Gemara analyzes, and we saw some other says, Malach, we saw right? What about the Isur of Chametz? Isur of Chametz says Hashem gave only part of the day. So the Gemara asked, Shaper, Kamel, Rebudah, Rabbilaz, Rebudah defended himself so well that the Gemara is saying, What was Rabbilaz, even thinking about asking this Kash where do you find an Isur for part of the day? Clearly, we see from Chametz that we find such a thing. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara is saying a very fascinating thing. There's a difference between what God says and what the rabbis say. Hashem can say whatever he wants, and we're not going to analyze. Meaning, if Hashem said it's for half the day, it's for half the day. But our question is, where do we find the, the rabbis ever legislate an Israel that's only in effect for part of the day? If God said it, God said it. But that has nothing to do with our question. Our question is that isurim Dara are either for the whole day or for none of the day. That's what Rabbi Lazarus and Yaakov was telling Rabbi Yudah. That's why Rabbi Lazarus and Yaakov was saying so they answered it the entire day beginning from dawn. Rabbi Yudah says no. Just like we find on Daraisas, it could be on Dara as well. That's the dispute if Yisurim Dara could exist for only part of the day. But after all, um, but fine. Very good. Now the Gemara just analyzes a little bit more. The Yidach shows but wait, what about Khametz? When is Khametz awesome? Chametz on a daraisa level is aser only after midday, but then the rabbis came along and they added more hours that chametz is aser. Right? Everyone knows the ten, the ten o'clock time, the eleven o'clock time. So what's that? That's a rabbinic, that's a rabbinic iser not to eat chametz, and that's only part of the day. If it's true that isur and derabanan have to be the entire day, then the rabbis should have said chametz is aser from dawn, but they didn't do that. So don't we see precedent that the rabbis could asser for part of the day? So the other opinion says back, either david the daraisa. That's a different type of dirabbana. That's the rabbonan protecting the darisa. So if the darisa split time, so all the rabbis did is add an extra hour. Okay. That's also doesn't have to be the whole day. We mean a type of Issa dirabbana that the rabbis just made up. Like doing malachah on Arab Pesach. There's no time frame on the Dara Issa when you're not allowed to do malacha. The entire Iser by nature is derabanan, So if Dara Banan are going to do it, either you Aser the whole day or you don't Aser at all. You can't compare that to an Iser derabanan of eating Chomets because there the Peshat is the Torah Aser part of the day, which is fine. As we're saying, Hashem does whatever he says. The Geder of the derabanan was, we just extend it by one hour. There, that makes sense. But if the abundant are going to make a new type of iser, not to do malach on Erev Pesach, either aser it the whole day or don't aser it at all. And that's ultimately the machlokas. That's a very interesting, part, part, subtle, nuanced machlokas here. If the iser that is malachah only begins after sunrise, according to Rabbi Yudha, and Rabbi Rabbi Yaakov holds, that it either has to be the whole day or nothing. The bottom line is, we get no proof if R means night or if R means day. One last one, they used to light bonfires to indicate if they had made Rosh Chodesh. So what would they do? Rosh Chodesh could either be day 30 or day 31. If Rosh Chodesh is day 30, then the night after that, they made a bonfire. Right, So the night after they were declared at Rosh Chodesh, they lit a bonfire to tell everybody. If they did not declare it Rosh Chodesh, then they just didn't do anything and everybody knew. So the, if that's like the sign, we're going to make fires if we did make it Rosh Chodesh, and we won't make it fires if we didn't make Rosh Chodesh. That's the way the signal worked. So when do we light it? At R' Ibor. So, what do we see R is? Alma R or to who? We see that the fire is the R means night. Shma And the Gemara concludes with that. That's a very strong a very strong proof that it means night. Says so the Gemara one last one for the day. Let's say a coin was doing the avoda the entire night. How would a coin do the Avodah the entire night? Because you bring sacrificial uh, limbs, you burn them on the Mizbech, you can burn it the whole night. So the coin was doing avoda the entire night. Le by the R. Line. He has to wash his hands again. Meaning, he's already washed his hands. Kohen has to wash his hands before he does the avoda. Then he's doing avoda the whole day and the whole night. What happens? Le- Ora, he has to wash his hands again. Even though he's mommish in the middle of the avoda, he never stopped doing the avoda. But as soon as the time of R comes, he's got to do it again. So clearly, what do we see? OR means daytime. Because we're saying, even though he's doing the avoda the whole night, when it comes R, he's got to wash his hands again. So here, don't we see that R means morning? Says the Gemara, ORA, shiny. Oura is a different word than R. Our. Oura means "day." 100 percent given. Our question is what "R means. So that subtle difference makes that there's no proof. So after all is said and done, we have brought many proofs back and forth. It looks like the Gemara is leaning to Rav Yehuda because the Gemara has one proof that we just said Shema not to Rav Yehuda, that R means night. And again, the big Nafke mina is what did our Mishnah M'sachah mean when it said Ar la or Does it mean the night of the 14th you do it? Or does it mean that the morning of the 14th you do it? <laughs>